Have you ever needed an important document notarized and your bank was closed? Need someone who would be reliable, punctual, and provide great customer service? Call my man Maurice over at Austin Mobile Notary, 757-325-7353, or email him at austinmobilenotary at gmail.com. Austin Mobile Notary is a new mobile after-hours and weekend notary service. Mention this podcast, Real Talk with the Six Man, and Maurice will give you a $5 credit towards your first bill. Remember, Austin Mobile Notary for convenient mobile notary services. Austin Mobile Notary, y'all. Check them out. Six Man. Y'all be easy. the show um i think in um in the last couple months um it actually hit me um after i did the unicare dc um interview that i wanted to start touching base with a lot of the um you know community-based groups in the dmv area and i'm not discriminating towards where you are in in the area i mean as long as you're home base you know here in you know maryland dc and virginia I want to um, enlighten that and, you know, share some light on it. Um, some of the stuff we don't know about, some of the stuff I'm just learning about. And so I want to, um, you know, share some light on some communities out here that's doing some good work in the community. And I stumbled up upon another jewel in D.C. Um, and this jewel was uh, stumbled upon a, a friend of mine who has an organization who actually partners with this jewel. So I'm going to sit down with her this evening and just talk about her organization, talking about the partnership that she has, um, where we are now, um, and just, you know, get an idea of um, how it's in, how it's impacting the community and just, you know, trying to get an idea of, um, you know, what community volunteering looks like. I mean, a lot of people doesn't, doesn't take the time to really um, look at what it looks like. Um, fortunately for me, um, I was able to volunteer with my church, um, First Baptist Church of Glenarden, with the prison ministry. And when I first did it, it just seemed so comfortable. It just seemed like it was something that I was supposed to do. And so now when I 
go into other volunteer groups, I, I got a better understanding of, you know, um, they're taking the time to volunteer because they feel something inside them that makes them want to go and volunteer. So it doesn't seem like it's a chore. It doesn't make it seem like it's something that they really don't want to do or that they got to just, you know, get their community service hours. It's something that they really feel passionate about that they want to do. And I feel like I want to, you know, kind of shed some light on some of the um, the local, you know, area um, organizations and some of the local area um, people who are, who have their own organizations who actually are partnering and, um, and volunteering in the community. So with that being said, Jeanette, the first time... I even volunteered with you mm-hmm. was at the food bank, right? Yep, Capital Area Food Bank. And so it was, I think for me, it was fun because one, I had already started my little volunteering spirit, so to speak. And then when you saw me on, um, I think we was at Ron's house when you saw me, I think. Um, but then you was like, look, I got this going on and you better come because you missed the, what was it? Was the, it the black tie the cancer black event? event? And I couldn't make it, and mm-hmm. you were so mad. And then I saw the pictures. I was like, damn, look at the fellas. They dressed up. The oh, ladies yeah. look nice. Oh, yeah. It was real good. I mean, we're going to get into that. But <laughs> I felt like, you know, when I saw the pictures, it, it, since I already volunteered, I can understand that even though it might not have been this big, fantastic event, but it was a good look for you because you was like, look at all my friends and look at all the people who support me who came out, you know, to to, to, to support the um the event. So I thought it was cool. So you are the founder of LBD Social, yes, right. And so when I did some, you know, slight research that what you gave me, and then I went on your um your your Facebook page. LBD stands for what? Little black dress. <laughs> tell, tell me how that came about. Just, yeah. So the concept of the little black dress came into the, the my mind with the whole idea that every woman. It started off with, you know, just wanting to get together with some friends Mm -hmm. and, you know, go to dinner. And every woman has that staple little black dress in their closet. You know, that dress that makes them feel sexy, makes them feel powerful. So I just kind of winged it off of that idea, you know, that it was easy for me and my girlfriends to kind of like put on our little black dresses. And since all of us love shoes, you know, wear the, any kind of color shoes that they wanted and go out to dinner and just, you know, chill out, um, rekindle our relationships and just check up on each other. You know, we don't do that, do that anymore in our community. So um, just to check up on you, just to see how you're doing. And that's important. I mean, I think the way life is now, the way oh, yeah. we're losing family members, friends. Um, I mean, when we look on the news, you know, I take that that deep side because I'm like every time we turn on the news, it's it's it's, it's the same thing all over again. So I think um, the importance of wanting to bring people together is very important. And then even with you um, having people to uh, support you in a way where they want to come and volunteer with you, mm-hmm. that's big too. Absolutely. That's that's really Absolutely. big. Absolutely, because it definitely started off with just um, us getting together just for dinner. It was just something that we thought about as far as. Um, as we got older, life took over. Right. And then, you know, we realized that it had been about two, three years since we've seen each other as a collective. Right. So we're like, you know, you know, let's just go to dinner. You know, let's just get together, check up on each other, figure out what's happening, see how we can support each other. And one thing led to another. And then after um, that initial night, um, the emails the next day were like, you know, when is the next one? And, wow. you know, I'm like, 
Uh, that really wasn't part of the plan. Wow. But if you guys want to do it again, let me see what I can do. So let's see, find another venue and find you know find out what we can do. And then I uh, I put together a Facebook invite. I sent it to the usual suspects, those same six women, and they forwarded it to a sister, they forwarded it to an aunt, they forwarded mm -hmm. it to another friend, they forwarded it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And then the very next event, we had about 65 women. So I was, I was going to follow up with inspiration. So with the emails and the, 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 the um, attention that it got, I don't think that you thought in the beginning that... Oh, no we going to do this again and again and again. Oh, no. So, so once you got the emails, once you got the cry, you know, of the event being so successful, what was the inspiration behind keeping it going? Because it was something that was a very beautiful sight to behold. Okay. When you see that many women get together without drama, right. because, you know, that's what a lot of people associate together when they have a bunch of women going in one place and they don't know each other. They always think of drama first. And everyone knew that I wasn't full of foolishness. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a lady. You know, <laughs> we're going to go out. We're going to have, you know, a couple of cocktails. But we're going to do it responsibly. Right. So when it started to pick up and I saw that everyone had the same idea that I had. Mm. That, you know, outside of being that mother. Outside of being that professional. Outside of being that wife mm -hmm. and a sister and the support system for so many people. You forget about yourself. Right. You invest so much in everybody else that you don't stop and just be yourself and revel in the whole just being a woman. Right. And so in in that regard for me, getting dressed up, going out, treating myself to a nice dinner, bottle of wine, uh it, it was just something that one, I look huh one bottle. Just one bottle. Um <laughs> just one bottle of wine. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you know, treating yourself out, you know, if you had those close girlfriends, everyone doesn't live, you right. know, around the corner close. anymore. Right. So when I saw the how people received it and they had the same idea, the same feeling, but they didn't know how to put it together, that was like, okay, I think I got something here. Right. And then to see all of these women come out in their little black dresses with their high, high heels, different yes. colored shoes and everything, and then you're meeting a stranger, but a person that, you know, you thought was a stranger is the person that lived around the corner from you. Right. Or it was someone that you've seen in passing, but never opened your mouth to speak to them. Right. And now I'm noticing that a lot of the women now that started off with me um, six years ago, that now they're saying that the women that they met in my event is, you know, their best friend. Right. You know, this okay. is now their partner. Wow. This is the person that they can't see. They don't know how they've been able to live without them because they've made such an impact in their lives. And that was the, that's how the, the vision of it grew because these women were meeting people that were meeting them in the place that they were in and they were able to connect with them and they were able to flourish after that. So that's what made it keep going. And so what was the, what was the main mission for LBD? The initial mission for LBD was just for folks to step away from their everyday lives, to just uh, relax, relate, release, to probably possibly make a new friend, and just to go out and have a good time. Just one night. People, just go people out. not people not too old to still be making friends, huh? People not too old to still be making friends. Oh no, 
Okay. I mean, because if I hear the, people say, "I'm too old to be making friends," I'm too old. It for depends that. on the 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 caliber of friends that you you're bringing around you. Right. I mean, I've had several friends that are have come into my life at different stages of my life, and not everyone that was at the beginning are still here. Oh, I'm I'm one. <laughs> so there's 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 a difference. Every level, everyone is not going to reach that level with you. Right. And so I'm 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 about that whole. You know, life is a reason, a season, a lifetime. That's true. And so, um, as time went on, I began to... Uh, people that came into my life because of LBD, they opened my eyes to other things. Okay. So, I never, never... It was never my intention to make LBD a nonprofit. It was my intention just to get together with my girlfriends. That's it. Just for a night. Just for a night. One night. Mm-hmm. One night. Look at God. And look at God. <laughs> and over 100 women... And I have over nearly 600 followers now on um, Facebook. Okay. And, I mean, I'm getting support from people all over the country. That's what's up. And folks are coming from all over the country to come to my events. And that's a blessing. Definitely a blessing. And so, the the, the events that you've had thus far clearly have, have been impactful. I hope so. Right. Okay. So, they've been impactful. And so... After you had the few events, well, the first event, and then it was like, oh, no, we, we need we need a follow-up. Mm-hmm. And then you've had a follow-up, mm-hmm. and then I just heard you say in speaking that you've you know, been at it for six years, oh, yeah. which is which is a blessing in itself. Absolutely. And so now you've impacted so many people within a six-year period. Now you find yourself to say, okay, I want to branch out. I want to do something other than a social event. Absolutely. Now I want to look at something different. Absolutely. Kind of tell me how that happened and then what that something else was. Um, Our very last, well, not last event, but the event that made me think that we needed to expand was in 2015 where we did a breast cancer event. And the support that we received was unreal. Um. I mean, breast cancer has affected so many of the women that are in the group. And, you know, for me personally, with my my aunt being a a 26-year survivor, I wanted to do something that was a little bit bigger, a little bit broader. Okay. And when we put the word out in regard to the event, a lot of organizations reached out and asked, how can they help? How, How can they help? So we got donations, we got food donations, we had people donating, you know, information to do grab bags and, you know, people that wanted to come in and just offer, you know, just little trinkets and things to put on the table. Mm -hmm. And so that's when it kind of expanded outside of just that social realm. And we were already, you know, supporting the community by doing, you know, Christ House and Capital Area Food Bank and with Calvary. But... It just let me know that, you know, we have a voice. I have a voice. And it's something that I've been passionate about, you know, since I was in junior high school. Okay. So it, it led me to the the opportunity to kind of focus that energy and turn everyone's um, um, eyesight from just a social event to say, you know, you do have a voice that's inside the community. And then here's how you can use it. Right. And something that some people can look at as as something small, you know, providing a meal. That's big for some people. Absolutely. You know, if you think about it, the number of homeless people that are just in the DMV is astonishing. It is. You know, and I grew up in a family where no one goes to bed hungry. And to drive through these streets and you see someone that is out, 
laying in, um, on benches or under bridges and things mm-hmm. like that. And something as simple as a hot meal mm-hmm. can change everything for them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I believe it was one time I was driving down Benny Road and right where the shrimp boat is. Mm-hmm. And a gentleman walked up to my car and I had just gotten something from Wendy's. And he did on his sign, he just like, you know, I'm hungry. Keeping it real. That's it. It was no. It was straightforward. No BS. No nothing. It was like I'm hungry. Wow. And I gave him my food, and he just like God bless you. Right. And he sat down in the grass. Oh yeah. And ate his food, and yeah. I'm like something as simple as that. And I'm like that could be the only meal that he's going to have today. Right. And I'm like, okay, what can I do? Right. Like what? What can I do as an individual? And I'm like, you know, I got a hundred plus women and men that are following me. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see if they listen. Let's see if they hear what what what's in my heart right, right. now. Just trying to see if people are connected because right. I mean, you got people who came out for the events, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, people are social. They'll Absolutely. come out. They'll come out for the social event just mm-hmm. not to be in a house or if they know a girlfriend or if they know it's a a situation where you know it's a little because I I know it, all of the events would like. Dressed up, you have oh, to yeah. dress up. Oh, so yeah. you know, me, right? So me myself, sometimes people when I dress up, people tend to go overboard. Oh, look at you! Uh-huh. And I'm like, put on your Sunday vest. Yeah, but uh-huh. but that's something that I like to do sometimes, Absolutely. though. You know what I mean? So I know people like tend to, to like to, like you said, get in them, get in the mirror, makeup, all mm-hmm. that, and get pretty and go out. But now this dynamic has changed from a dynamic from it being a social aspect to it being a community-based aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a blessing in itself because now I feel like I'll, I'll get into the impactfulness of what you're doing now. But can you imagine um, the impact that you've had thus far where you are mm-hmm. now? I mean, because as I kind of read the backdrop and some of the history that you'll give us um, in a few, is like, like, wow. Like, okay, so first it was a one-night then it turned into a one night two events with an S. Mm-hmm. And then after it turned to an event with an S, now it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. And then now from partnership, you know, we don't know what's next, but you just but you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. So how so so kind of tell me how did the partnership with um Calvary Women's Women's Services, how did that kind of happen? Like how did that I mean, was it was it you um reaching out to them? Was it them re- reaching out to you or when we decided to expand on um, the community initiative, our former community um, coordinator, um, she went on a community um, like search engine, mm-hmm. and we basically was like, you know, let's start small to see, you know, what exactly we're capable of doing. Right. We didn't want to reach too high, and we wasn't able to like kind of you know, meet the demand. Right. So she reached out and um, they let us know the different programs and everything that they, they had. Mm-hmm. And we started off simply as coming in as meal volunteers. Okay. And so we are now slated to um, serve um, the residents and staff here. They're about 45 to 50, depending if they have a full house. Okay. And um, we came in the first, I think we were called like around Thanksgiving or Christmas and they didn't have anyone to serve. Okay. And so we were able to kind of slide in, um, in, in that slot. And, um, from that point on, the ladies just embraced us because most of the ladies that, you know, volunteer with me, you know, they love to cook, you know? So, and they also had that passion of trying to figure out what they can do to give back. Right. So, um, as time went on, 
it was okay the ladies loved you we heard about you know the reception that you all received and you know they want you back I'm like okay you know we love that doesn't matter you know just let us know when right and then we came back the next time and the ladies were peeking around the corner saying lbd they're here and they would run and tell the other residents that we were here and me sitting in shock i'm like what does that mean like you know it's just a meal and then as time went on, you know, we would notice that the residents would peek around the corner and see if they see me or see one of the other, the uh, coordinator that was also with us. Mm-hmm. And it, it just got to the point where they're saying, you know, we want to get on the books, you know, regularly. And they want the residents want to see you guys oh, wow. every month. I'm like, OK, we can see if we can do that. And then. What, five years from now? From now? So this was not something I mean, you did it. It wasn't planned. As a reach out. It was a reach out. You know, to to see to, to, to get that community based mm-hmm. event going, but it wasn't something that you so hold on, let me get this straight. So <laughs> so so LBD social was supposed to be an event. Right. Right? Right. And then LBD social started in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Right. And then 2015 was like the closeout, right? In a sense. And then it was like, okay, well, let's see what we can do in the community. Right. Then you, you know, I don't want to use the word partnership right in the beginning, but you came and searched out a place. You was like, we all cook. Okay, let's go here. It's a, it's a women's center. It's a women's where center. We're women. Mm-hmm. So why not start there? Okay. So you make it a a, a, a one, one day trip, so to speak. And then that, that relationship, um, that impactfulness, and then that thought that you just had, it's just food. It was bigger than what you even thought it was going right. to be. Right. Because I think, what, I think what we bring, and I can only speak for LBD, I think what we bring is the fact that, you know, you never know the type of day a person is having. Absolutely. You never know what a person is going through. So when we come, if you, as you notice, when we were walking around, you know, I speak to everyone. You know, um, the residents, you know, they give me hugs, you know, they look forward to, you know, our meals. And then, you know, we have the opportunity after we serve them to sit down and actually have dinner with them. So I've gotten to know some of the residents, um, you know, and they tell me how their day was and, you know, uh, just just have a general conversation because some of them are so isolated from just, you know, the everyday world outside of you know, what they're going through as far as going through the program here at Calgary mm-hmm. and trying to find work because that's one of the requirements to, you know, stay ahead as a resident here. So they have to um, uh, constantly look for employment, go through their programs and, you know, do what they need to do to maintain their residency here. Okay. So, you know, I, I sit down and I ask them, how was your day? You know, how are you doing? Right. You know, that, you know, they're, I'm treating them just as I would want someone to treat me. Right. So, you know, it, 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 it's something very simple. And then I learned that, you know, some of them look forward, forward to that. And they knew that when we came in, we did, you know, the, the spread. We would lay out a, a huge spread of different varieties of food. And it was good, apparently. <laughs> and we would decorate the tables. We would give them treats. We will give them, you know, little grab stuff that they can take. And, you know, we actually would actually 
um, in tuned and wanted to know how their day was right. and how we can do what we can do to impact that and how we can you know make their week going forward until we come back you know even better. Right. So I mean it it just changed as it our relationship grew. And I mean it don't it don't get it don't get no more closer to a community based than where you are right now. Absolutely. I mean when I saw the address I was like. That's south. That's the south side. The south side. She ain't even playing games. She right in the thick of it. But I like the fact that, um, you know, I I was having a conversation um, on Memorial Day about the difference between people who grew up in Maryland and and the difference between people grew up in D.C. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up being, you know, one of them conversations where everybody looked at me and was like, "Dog, this need to be a topic." Mm -hmm. I said, "All right, let me work on that." And so in my mind, it's like. You know, there is some differences between Maryland and D.C. Absolutely. Right. But the need is still the same in both areas. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, community based activism, people who want to volunteer, people who want to generally just get out and just give back. And I mean, for me, um, um, it it wasn't something that I thought I was comfortable doing. But then it was like when I meet people, when I talk to them. Mm They always ask me stuff like that. But why you ain't out talking to other people? I was like, well, why why would I do that? Are you here talking to us? I, but I think it's different when I'm just talking to people that I know versus talking to people that I don't know. Right. And I think that that first time that I opened up um, in the volunteering uh, session that we had, um, the facilitator was asking. Um, he normally starts out with a scripture and then kind of gets the guys uh, out, you know, uh, 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 how can I say, a definition of what the scripture is and kind of asks them to kind of. You know, take something from the scripture and, and, and involve it in their life, and you know, if they left, yeah. how would life look if they did it by this scripture every day? And so, a lot of the guys would talk. Some of them wouldn't. Some of the guys came just to, you know, come to get out their cell, which was fine. I mean, we felt like when we got there, whoever came, right. we were happy for them to come regardless. So, mm-hmm. but one night it was a full house. I would say it was about thirteen guys that came, and it was three, three or four younger guys there. And you know, you, you can tell that they were in it, but they were just in it just to get out the cell and so right. while the older gentlemen are talking and all that they kind of just you know just we just hit so when I kind of started to speak for it some reason crazy. it was just like so so where, where were you at and I named <clears throat> I named <laughs> on a small end I named three or four places okay. that I made re- residency at and they were like Oh, okay, oh, okay. And so then I started using terminology that we would use, you know, behind the wall. And they was like, oh, okay. And so, so now it's more, it's more questions. It's more, you know, how did you handle this? Or what did you do this? And by the time time was up, they was like, oh, we got to leave. Mm-hmm. And so you never know, like you saying, oh, it was just a meal. Mm-hmm. You never know that meal that conversation, you know, that interaction, what that does to other people, because of course, it was some people in the group that were just quiet and they were just there for the, you know, for the time being. But as I began to talk and the facilitator kind of like, you know, you know, let me let me do my thing because it was natural. It wasn't something I was trying to force. And I was just like, you know, I've been in, you know, in this situation and in my mind, you know, not making it all about Jesus Christ and, and religion. But I mean, this is not the end all be all. Right. Like, you know, I'm a I'm a. I'm a full example, not really knowing me deeply that, you know, when you leave out of here, something can change. You can, but it, it's, it starts with you, though. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't know that that interaction, you know, whether it be community based, whether it be personal, whether it be a family friend, mm-hmm. just reaching out to that person. You know, people tend not to want to share. 
And, oh, yeah. and you know, you know, and I hate to say, you know, the black community, but in our community, we got this P word that dreads us. Absolutely. And it's and it's called pride. Absolutely. You know, that pride, oh, I ain't I ain't nothing wrong with me, I'm good. But yet, you know, I can tell Not knowing that there is someone that is has been in your shoes and has probably currently in the shoes that you were before. Right. And they can probably give you some insight to bring you out of that. And, A lot of people don't want to ask for help. And your pride is like, you know, that wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you don't want to open up? Nah, I'm I'm good. I'm yeah. good. You know what I mean? So the community base for me um has impacted me, you know, in a way where I was just like, you know, I didn't know where the podcast was going to go, but I get so much good feedback. And I told somebody else one time that I'd be wondering, you know, am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. Is it impacting people? And then it's like you go the out. Right people are listening. Right. And you go out and you see somebody you ain't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's up? Oh, how you been, Slim? What's going on? Like, no, I'm just working. Oh, no, nah, but I've been listening to the podcast. I saw you on Facebook. And it's like, wow. Like, it's really, it's really happening. I mean, I got a guy in New York inboxing me like, look, man, I've been meaning to uh, hit you, man, but... Man, keep doing what you're doing. I'm six yeah, episodes yeah. in. And it's like now, he's saying he's six episodes in, but now I got 56 episodes. Absolutely. So I showed somebody, they was like, you playing. I was like, no, that's, you've been, you been working like that. I, I'm, I'm trying to. So, like, that word impact, people don't get a, you know, full understanding of that word impact. So give me an idea of how, because you guys been here for a while now. Mm-hmm. So give me the impact that Calvary has had on LBD and yourself in general. Hmm. I mean, because you you only stay somewhere if you feel a certain type of way about it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. Oh yeah. So we love. I was. I think that I speak for all the ladies that volunteer here. We love Calvary simply because of the difference that they're making in these women's lives, and the fact that they have several programs that are tailored to the needs of these women is what we see. Each time we come and you can see the ladies running up to us and telling us that they're moving out next week or they're moving out at the end of the month. And, you know, like what, what um, the lady up front was mentioning, that they have a lot of empty beds now because a lot of the ladies are transitioning. So when we see that, although, of course, we, we come in prepared to feed 45 to 50 women in residence, but when we hear that they got empty beds, that means those people have gone through the program right. and that they have learned and, and t- taken in the resources that are available to them and they've been able to regain their lives. That means the program, the programs the program are working. Work, the right. program works. Right. And so hearing that makes me happy. So I can't wait to go back and tell, you know, my core volunteers that, you know, such and such has left and that she's now in transitional housing because that makes me happy. And, you know, and, and I believe, I believe what we do here at Calvary is give them an opportunity to be themselves and not be so secluded and so isolated in their, in, in what's going on in their lives right, right now. now. Right. And that there are people, strangers even, that actually do care. Right. You know, you I don't, I don't care what got you here. Right. I've never asked any of the residents that. Right. It's, it's, it's about what's happening right now and how can I make sure that you are having a good day and have a great meal tonight. Right. You know, and, and what I've noticed with the residents is the fact that they give us, they, they request certain 
foods. <laughs> you know, and before they're saying, you know, the residents couldn't do that. No, tell me. You know, so I can bring it. Tell me because that lets me know that 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 lets me know that you are interested. You you enjoy my cooking for one, for two. That lets you know that I'm paying attention to you. Right. You know that lets you know that I actually went out and specifically got something that reminds you of home. Right. And that or a good place or absolutely. something or something that good happened in your life. Tell me what you want. I right. ask them every time we come in. You know what do you want next week? What right. do you want the next time we come? And they tell them it can be pigs feet, it can be collard greens, it can be fried chicken, fried fish, whatever. We do it. Right. You know we have done pretty much every meal for them since right. we've been here. And each time, you know, the ladies come in and they they look forward to it. That's and they up. sit down, they enjoy it. You can come they come back for seconds. You see them leaning <laughs> back in their chairs, so rubbing their bellies because they're happy, right. they're full. Who's not happy when the belly's full with a hot meal? That's true. How how does a, a hot good meal feel in your system and it's good for yourself? A nap, a nap after a nap is- <laughs> Just a quick one, not like a, you know, just a little quick. They lay it down. Yeah. Lay it down. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it just lets me know that, you know, what Cal, the mission that Calvary has and our contribution to that, it's working. And because so, these women have gone through it. They've gone through the whole program and they've transitioned out. And so you talked about some of the programs. I'm on their website now. And some of the programs, like you said, they have housing, mm-hmm. uh, the health services. Yep. Employment services, yep. education, mm-hmm. um, and then at the bottom it says ninety percent of the women secure employment with Calvary support and in their own homes. Yes, that's what's up. Ninety percent. That is amazing. That's heavy. Yes. It says three quarters of the women at Calvary attended educational classes and activities. Mm-hmm. Um, Seventy seventy three percent of the women successfully ended their homelessness and moved into their own homes. Seventy-three percent. Seventy-three percent. That's ma- That's a. That's a big number. That's major. That's not a little. That's, that's not a little. That's not a little number, y'all. And I'm on their website right now just to get them, you know, some some shine. I'm on their website right now, and all you have to do is go on Google like I did, and just put in Calvary Women's Service. As soon as you put up woman, it's already gonna have services. All you gotta do is hit the link, and they they have their programs. They have how you can get involved, what's new, and, and what um, Calvary is all about. If you hit on the about tab it'll tell you everything that they're about it, it has a little drop down menu and you just hit you know about us it, it kind of gives you you know what they are about um it would have been nice to have somebody here to be able to tell us fully what they're about but they are located on good hope road mm-hmm. right on the south side right by the and, and i thank you that if you know anybody who's having hardship if you know anybody who may can um you know um, be empowered by this program i would highly tell you to go to Google, put in Calvary Women's Services, and get all the information you can. And so, um, you you already kind of talked about you know how the impact has you know um, impacted you, um, but how has you know Calvary Women's Services? How has their impact in the community with these women impacted you? It. It's impacted me because now I want to see how much bigger LBD can go. Mm. It lets me know that there is a need out there. Right. And that I have enough people that are listening to me right. that we can stretch across the DMV okay. to impact okay. you know, others. Okay. 
because we're, it's so centralized here and it's only um, they only have um, room for 40, 45 residents here. Okay. Think of the the amount of people that we can reach if those 100 people that were coming to my social event right. can reach across the, the city. Right. So that lets me know that, you know, there's more work to be done. Right. You know, and, and the more I continue to do what I do as far as with Calvary and partnering with other, you know, organizations, we can spread that word and spread that love and spread, you know, the support and everything across the community so we can we can reach as many people as we can. And so that broader aspect of LBD is is lingering in the air. Okay. So, you know, the more information I get and how we can get involved with trying to end homelessness, it gives me the opportunity to educate myself, to get those statistics, to find out, you know, how we can get our city council and members and everything involved, to see how broadly we can, you know, expand it to get a voice on a bigger platform. I know a young lady in mind, too, so once once we're done, I'll plug you in with her. That's awesome. So, I mean, you know, although, you know, I was born and raised in D.C., too, all most of the programs for homelessness has been so centralized in DC. Mm-hmm. I live in PG County now. Right. You know, I would love to do things that are closer to my home and everything, but everyone brings everything into DC. I love it. You know, I it's, ain't it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. However, there's still people in PG County. Absolutely. That's you true. know, the people across that line that need the help as well. They do. And the programs that like Calvary and the places like Calvary are out there, but they're so few and far between. Right. So what can I do to go into PG County, into Montgomery County, into, you know, Calvert County to provide the same services outside of just that that domestic violence realm? And we need to help the brothers out. Absolutely. I'm here for it. I yeah. mean, you, it, the fact that we're here at Calvary, it's like, you know, it's just the fact that we've grown attached to them. Yeah, it was know? it was kind of your calling to come here first. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we, we served at Price House up Columbia Road. Okay. Um, and, you know, going up there, they're somewhat similar to Calvary, mm-hmm. um, and they primarily service men. Okay. And so, that's you know, enough. with them, it's a little bit more tricky. And, in and that what's extent. the name of that? That's Christ House. Christ House. Mm-hmm. It's okay. right off of up, um, Columbia Road. Okay. And they provide pre- pretty much the same services that Calvary does. Okay. And, I mean, we... Because they have been such a pillar in the community that they they their volunteer program is like a waiting list. Okay. So the only slots that we were able to pretty much um, get with them were um, breakfast. So leaving up Marlboro, Merlin, right. trying to get up Columbia Road That's by six thirty seven o'clock, a little rough <laughs> some yeah. days. So we would try to pass it on to other organizations people that lived closer up there and it was the same thing meal volunteering and that's pretty much all they needed because they were already set up with like funding and everything from the city I see that and I mean Christ House is an amazing place to be that they have the the substance abuse program they have a pretty much a full health care services that is in that building wow I mean it, they're amazing and then their um, cook Miss Margaret loved Miss Margaret um, she will come in and make them, you know, the meals and everything too. And they prayed before they ate. 
um, but they were a little bit more strict in how you dealt with the um, the residents. Okay. Because a lot of them were substance abusers okay. or um, they had mental issues and whatever. Makes sense. Makes so sense. they wanted us to be a little bit more cautious when dealing with them. So we kind of pulled back because of you know some of the volunteers were uncomfortable or there was an incident where they had to you know kind of isolate us from the residents and things like that. So. A lot of people wasn't getting the same reception that we get here at Calvary. So we kind of let Christ House go. But I stay in contact with their community coordinator and I let them know if there's a slot open, let me, let know. me know. Right. And I can see if I can get, you know, one of my male volunteers to come up with me or something. And so far, it looks like they got it covered. Okay. I mean, well, at least, I mean, at least you, you extended that olive branch. Absolutely. And, and at least you were able to get in the door to see it, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of see what it was. And it's nice that, you know, we talking about women, but here it is. I go on their website and it's for the most part look like it's just strictly men. It's strictly which is which is cool. And I mean on a on a um when you go on the page on the front on the front of the page, on the home page there's a young lady um helping an old older guy. She's washing his feet and I'm like, okay. And oh, as yeah. soon as you open up the, the website, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. And so the 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 the, the volunteer work here and the and the impactful um, relationship that you guys had now seems like it's streaming a little a little bit heavier than what you thought it was going to be. Do you think that you're going to be able to handle that, or you you, you think you you're you're ready to you know handle you know you got a a, a core group of women who's about a hundred or so and now okay now we need you in PG now we need you out Virginia now we need you here. You think you you think that nine to five might have to be you know, get cut to the back and you really kind of like, okay, look, let me do this. Or you think you still, you know, kind of at the point where you still going to keep the nine to five, but you kind of still do this as much as possible. It's a process. Okay. It's a process. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, and, you know, I would hope, and that is definitely part of the prayers to see, you know, where God is going to lead me. Right. And definitely, you know, the, the whole idea is to give back to the community to give back to not just women men you know but a community as a whole so you never know and right now again it came from an idea of just missing some friends and now here we are eight years later almost and i was going to ask a question because i didn't i didn't see it yet um the women that come here if they have children do they do they house their children here as well no okay so there's another organization that we're trying to partner with um and that's my sister's place okay so um with here the women that come here they are the sole <clears throat> residents and that the children even most of the children and ladies here are a variety of ages and um, their families live separately okay. so they are allowed to go out and spend time like on the weekends and things of that nature with their family and they just have a curfew that they have to be back um, on site by I think eight o'clock okay so I'm mean, and, and I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna put this out there so I'm on here right now so in the last 40 minutes I'm learning about Calvary women's Center, I mean, I'm sorry, Calvary's Women's Services. Mm -hmm. I'm learning about Christ's House, mm -hmm. and now I'm learning about my sister's place. My sister's so place. that's four jewels. I'm sorry, three jewels. Well, well, including yours, would be four, but 
um, stationary places, you know, which we would call an entity. Mm -hmm. So it's three places that I'm learning about in the last 40 minutes that are, mm -hmm. it looks like they're all jewels in D.C. Absolutely. But it's like how many people know about it? And so, mm -hmm. and so I guess with the type of volunteer work that people can do, more people would know about it because if you volunteer somewhere and you just happen to have a conversation mm -hmm. and somebody said, oh, what do you do, you know, in your spare time? Oh, I volunteer at a... Oh, you do? How's that work? And then that's a conversation. And then that person goes home and be like, you know what? Let me go there's, online. There's quite a few of them out there. There's right. quite a few of them out there. Right. I mean, Purple Stars Foundation. I know about them. <laughs> Purple Stars Foundation. Um, I think it's Biscuits with Boots. Biscuits with Boots? I think it's Biscuits okay. with Boots. Um, I've, I've partnered with them. They do the lunch gra grab bag, lunch bag. Okay. That's down um, in Chinatown at um, Bar Louis. Okay. They put together lunches and they go and deliver um, to the homeless down there. That's what's up. And um, they also, they mainly set up by um, Franklin Square right across from 14th Oh, yeah, Park. yeah, yeah. So they go out there and they just set up a table, you know, because DC is kind of tricky. You know, it's a little different when you, you really can't, like, Come out, set up a table, serve. Right. Then the the police and everyone, and I right. get it. It's it's rules and regulations right. and laws. But we're and serving like the community. That. But we're serving the community. That's what we're looking at it as. Yeah. They're looking at it as the fact that if we go out and we set up and we serve the community, say one of them gets sick. That's the first thing I thought about. If somebody gets sick, then it's and, like, and then now what? That's on the city's dime. Right. So I get, I get it. it. You know, it can be something as simple as you passing, you know, a plate out the window to somebody and keep going. I mean, it's something as simple as that. Right. You know, Costco, Wegmans, right. BJ's, all of them have the little containers, little, um, little Tupperware containers right. that you can have. Right. If you feel it in your heart, I mean, it's something as simple as filling that container with food and coming downtown. And just dropping it And off. just, do you see someone... Pass it to them. Keep it going. Give them a bottle of water. Keep it going. Right. You've made an impact. So let's talk about a couple of the of the highlights that you guys had. I mean, I, you talked about a little bit about the the breast um the breast cancer awareness um event that you had. But I see this event. It was called the Calvary with their Rockstar Award. <laughs> What's that about? So the Calvary has um, awards program that. Uh, recognizes their volunteers that have provided um, over a thousand meals over a thousand um, some some of them can be a varied you know amount of like volunteer hours okay and you know that that word of mouth from the residents so we were honored in 2017 with the Rockstar Award and within that year we had served um, about 200 meals that's what's up. And we have provided um, about 300 to 400 uh, volunteer hours because some of the volunteers under LBD also serve under their LEAP program and also their step-up program. Oh, wow. So, okay. And they also do the overnight volunteering as well. So, you know, they don't necessarily, some of the volunteers don't necessarily wait on me. You know, they love Calvary just as much as I do. So they reach back and ask if there is anything else that they need. They can be uh, providing, right. you know, to them. Right. And so they've done the overnights with the, the residents. They have done the LEAP programs, which is their um, their lifestyle and, and enrichment advancement program. I hope I'm not quoting it wrong. Um, but it's their lifestyle program. They are learning how to 
um, work a computer. They're learning how to, you know, um, do an interview, dress the part, you know, makeup, hair, you know, body care and um, self-esteem. And one of the young ladies taught um, a Zumba class here. Another one taught them like time management and budgeting and financing and things of that nature. So um, it's just it's just been a whole gamut of just different things that the ladies have kind of tuned into their own talents mm-hmm. and they've brought to Calvary and they've been they've been here ever since. And you guys been here five years. Yeah. That's so the Rockstar War was amazing um, because we had um, we were only um, we only had about seven volunteers that were core. And within that year, the amount of hours that we provided to Calgary and the number of meals that we were able to provide because the the community coordinator, um, I, I, I don't work that far. So if there was any other opportunities that they needed for us to be here, we were able to be here. Okay. And so, I mean, you know, LBD is still hanging on because of, you know, our amazing donors, mm-hmm. our amazing volunteers, you know, I mean, the support that we've had because they see it every day. Not everyone has that passion right. to have that, you know, that personality right. to come and be face-to-face with the ladies every day. And then those, those, it's those ones that, you know, look forward to coming in and getting a hug. But people be surprised. Some people would be really surprised that live in that box. That if they stepped out that side of that box Man. once or twice and just sat down and talked to somebody that they didn't know what they would learn. Not not just about that person, but about their self. Absolutely. That's absolutely. That's the part that gets me. I mean, because I'm talking to these young dudes and I'm looking at them now. And you see yourself. And I see me mm-hmm. when I was in. Because I'm 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 um I'm I'm highly aggressive, mm-hmm. I'm smart, so I'm a little I'm a little arrogant, you know, I'm a little arrogant. Little, little teeny bit, yeah. Cause I think, cause I think when I was in, you know, er, you know, I'm gonna just be honest. You know, arrogance, being arrogant, get you killed. Absolutely. You know, real fast. And I mean, it's it's and it's not like it is on the street. I mean, it's this is an isolated area. Mm -hmm. You say some slick shit to somebody, Mm -hmm. you get dealt with, and that's just what it is. So I think big, but DC small. Right, right. So that's why I think in in that frame of mind, I kind of you know I was a little arrogant, but not all the way. But watching these dudes talk and watching their body language and how they talk. And then I had on a polo shirt and it kept raising up. So they started looking at my tats. They was like, oh, my man, he official. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been in, I've been in it and, 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 and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of, you know, y'all testimony that, you know, yeah, you, you, you been out there, you did what you did, but guess what? It's, it's some other stuff out there for you. What I think a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of people that are homeless, are not homeless because they use drugs and that they can't find a job type of thing or they won't work you know some of the the women and the men that I've met in since I've been doing the the community service is that they're like you and me right you know today or tomorrow you can lose your job then absolutely what? You know, car crash, car crash, anything, everything, you know, it, it, a lot of people don't realize that it can be the smallest thing that can change your life forever. Right. And some of the people that have opened up to me, it's been something, something as simple as, you know, a, 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 a parent dying or a spouse dying or, you know, their, their job closed down and it could be something that simple. 
that can change your life instantly. Right. And that, you know, with people, people nowadays, it can happen to you. That's who, true. Who really has three to six months of, uh, of funds saved over? Like, seriously. Not I. Like, seriously. If, if, if like, with all, even going through all of the furlough stuff and all that whatnot, how many people can literally say that they can stay in their house three to six months after they losing their job or having a family crisis right. and so forth and so on, how many can honestly say that I'm covered for the next three to six months and you can find a job anywhere? Right. And think... that is what, what some of these people are going through. It's yeah. something that small right. can change, that has changed their lives. And most of the women here that are um, residents of Calvary, they're working. I see that. They're working. That's what's up. So it's not the fact that they, they can't work. They're working. But the housing in this area mm-hmm. is so expensive. That's a, that's a whole nother Yeah, that affordable housing. Yeah. Oh, honey. It's, yeah. it's something totally different. Yeah. I mean, I, I drive in some areas in the city and I just be like, wait, right. what? Right. Where they do that at? <laughs> I mean, it's townhouses here. It's mm-hmm. condos here. Hold on. What? But the people that move that you kick them out to the build this with where they living at? Kenland, mm-hmm. you know, Landover 202, mm-hmm. Bryce C. I'm like, what? So, you know, when they close Burry Farms, I'm like, I'm like where everybody at Burry Farms going to go? Mm-hmm. They on Kenland. They on mm-hmm. PG now. So, PG is Southeast now. Mm-hmm. I mean, people <laughs> people be like, what? I'll be like, I'm trying to tell you what I know. PG is Southeast now, mm-hmm. for real. Some parts of PG. Yeah, I mean, not all, not all, not all, but they, but it's sad because when you say, you know, PG is Southeast now, people say similar spots, Landover Road, mm-hmm. King Square, mm-hmm. you know, they mention some of the same places. You just be like, damn, that's, but that's what it is though. Yeah, it's so, just the fact that so, they're affordable housing. It's, it's not the fact that these people don't want to work. It's the fact that they're, they're working, they're paying their bills, but they cannot afford to sustain a house. Right. And that's not easy. And it's not. That's not easy. I don't know why people think, you know. That, that, and the fact that as many people and everything, the resources and everything that we have in this area, and that's just another whole nother conversation, mm-hmm. that all the resources that the, the District of Columbia has, that this still has this amount of people that are homeless. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense that, you know, hardworking people, even with the, the minimum wage, getting raised and everything, you cannot afford to put a roof over your head. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. But we got condos, we got this trolley. Whew, I was so heated when they made that. I, mm. I was asking my brother, I was like, where does it go? I was like, does it even go to Union Station? He was like, no, I stopped right down at the end of 8th Street. I was like, so what was the, what was the point of that? It somewhat goes to Union Station, but you still got to hop off and walk. And, right. I mean, because yeah. you, and the worst, and the worst part is you got to hop off and walk up that little hill to get to it. So it's like, what, what was the, what was the purpose? What was the purpose of that? Like, I don't, I, I mean, I, Talking about Mario Bowser is a whole different. We gonna we gonna cut that right Usa. there. Usa. So so tell the people when you hear. I see that it says that you hear um every second Sunday. We're here every second Sunday of the month, and we're also here every fifth Saturday. Okay. Of of the months that have five the five Saturdays. And then you do one breakfast. And then we do one breakfast. Okay. And I have another group of ladies that come and do um, lunch every month. Okay. So, it, and then, you know, we have the relationship where they know that if there's a, another group that has a slot 
that they can't come, that they know that they can call us. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, I can kind of send out a quick text and see if anybody's available. And most of the time, it's prob- primarily myself and two other young ladies that will probably show up even when we're not scheduled to come because we love Calvary that much. That's what's up. And so if somebody was listening um, and they wanted to... Um, not necessarily, you know, you might have somebody that call you and say, hey, look, sign me up. I want to do it. But what if you had somebody who, you know, was was wondering, you know, what would you tell them, you know, one of the brightest spots to volunteer? What would you tell them one of the brightest spots would be to volunteer? Of course. First, you volunteer with LBD. And then we can definitely set you up with different organizations depending on your interest. Okay. But, of course, our focus is to make sure that Calvary is taken care of right now. They they are our premier partnerships. Okay. Um, so, I mean, but we have connections to different organizations that are across the city. Okay. So you may not want to be a part of just a woman's organization. And like you, you, you were just looking up, we're looking to partner with my sister's place, okay. you know, because they are, you know, they focus on domestic violence and they also help out, you know, uh, uh, women with their children. Right. So they have a bigger, a, a more grander impact. Okay. That, you know, we haven't touched on yet. Right. You know, we've dibbled and dabbled and, you know, provided toiletries and done drives and things of that for their nature. And also Dash, if you want to look at that, look up them as well. Okay. Dash is the um, District Alliance for Safe Housing. Okay. Um, and they we've partnered <clears throat> with them in a sense where we've provided toiletries and diapers and things of like that, food and clothing and okay. everything to the women um, in D.C. And they have uh, a safe house. In, in DC as well. Okay. So, um, so I mean, you, they can definitely connect with me as far as sending me an email or hitting me up on Facebook. You know, because I'm always you know available um, via one of the or the other. Okay. And so, if somebody wanted to contact you or get in, you know, get a little bit more information about the about your organization, just get connected to you. How can they find you? Um, I'm on Facebook under LBD Socials, and it's um, uh, also I'm on Instagram under LBD Socials. If you want to connect with me directly, I'm LBD underscore founder on Instagram. And if you just want to shoot me an email, it's LBD Socials at gmail.com. Jeanette, I did, not, I did not know that it was this heavy. Oh, man. It's I amazing. Did not, I did not know it was this heavy. Oh, it's so much more to and, it, though. And that's what's up. Oh, and, yeah. and that's the part that I didn't want to try to give away too much because I still like to give people just enough. But I feel like if you're interested, you got to go and do your digging. You got to go and do your research. You got to go and do your part. Because I, I always hear people say, you know, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And it's a real statement. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can tell me one thing, but let me see what you're going to do. Absolutely. And so with volunteering, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I can tell you where we're going to be at, mm-hmm. but what time are you getting there? Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's one of the biggest things with me. I'm very proudful of my, my timing here and how we serve. We have a reputation here, and I'm going to uphold that. When I texted you and I was like, I'm here, you was like, oh, okay, he's trying to challenge me because he, <laughs> he is way on time. I was like, man, I'm right around the corner. Let me just post up and, like and, just, and just get here. Yeah, so, man, look, I'm, I'm happy. Um, what 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 the what the event has grown to be? Um, I'm 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 actually again happy to see um the community based part because I know it started out as a you know a social event, but now it's more community based driven. And we talked about you know this place, which is Calvary Women's Services, and then we talked about the Christ House, and then we talked a little bit about um my sister's place and you know Dash. And I mean here it is now. We know about more stuff that we knew about in the beginning of the you know the interview. So. 
that's what's up. It's so I'm 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 happy that you're doing it. I'm happy I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm, I appreciate you just taking some time with me just to share what you guys are doing and your partnership here with Calvary Women's Services and I'll give you a minute or two. Is there anything you want to tell anybody? Shout anybody out? Shout your girls out? I know when we when we talked, they said that the um yeah. one of the um chefs here she passed away recently. Yeah. They said she passed away on five sixteen. So yeah. that was not too long ago. Yeah. That's what's up. No, I just appreciate giving me the opportunity to let everyone know everyone know what we're doing, and we definitely need the help. We definitely want to expose people to this opp- this opportunity, especially with Calvary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this really. Not much more I can say about what it feels like to give back to the community. It just feels good. Right. And I mean, I, I sleep better when I know that I have been able to do something as simple as provide a meal to a person and it has impacted their lives. So, I mean, I mean, just do it. Find something. It, even if it's not with LBD, find something to do. Something, right. some place needs help somewhere. Right. And that is what a lot of the nonprofits um, benefit from is volunteering. Right. So, I mean, the, the opportunities are out there. You just got to search for them. And if you need help, I'm available. So, Jeanette has given you guys all her information. Um, you guys know where to find me. I'm on Facebook at Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm on IG at uh, the Six Man. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but I don't use Twitter that much. But pe- people are telling me that I need to start trying to work on Twitter, so I'll try. But if you if, if you know me, you know how to find me. You know where I'm where I am on social media when I go live and things of that nature. So again, Jeanette, thank you for spending some time with me and telling us about LBD, Little Black Dresses. Little Black Dresses. And the um, Calvary Women's Services. And just want to thank you for letting me, um, you know, come in, you know, in, in the spot. And they actually were nice enough to give us a room to talk and share this information. So I thank you. We're I currently serving dinner right now. Oh, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> It's the six man. I appreciate y'all. Community base is what we doing, man. Y'all get out here and be better than you were yesterday, man. Y'all be. Japur's clothing is a new stylish black-owned brand established in 2016. They explore unfamiliar territories in the clothing industry by tailoring their Euro Street vibe into their entire product line to enrich their vision to their customers and all of their clients. In a world where you can be anything, Japaris says, be you, be versatile. Japaris clothing can also be found at www. Shop JapurisClothing.com and Japuris Clothing is also an official partner of this show. Real talk with the six man. Japuris, be you, be versatile.